Hey, Joe, uh, what is with the guys running laps, including the coaches? And then I saw some guys doing it individually as well. Well, there's consequences on the field for making mistakes. And in a game, it costs you 5, 10, or 15 yards. You know, in a practice, there has to be consequences so we learn how to deal with our mistakes. What has Colt McCoy shown you? It looked like he was throwing the ball really well. Yeah, I think all of our quarterbacks right now are making improvement every day. You know, Colt's done a really good job of being, you know, sharing his experiences with the other quarterbacks, you know, embracing the system he's in, learning to the best of the ability. He did a good job today, made some really nice throws for us. You know, had a good period down there in the one-on-ones, did some good things in the team competitive periods. Thanks. Rock. Joe, what have you liked about the efficiency of the practices you've had so far, and, and have they been have they met the standards that you want them to? Well, it's always a work in progress, Tom. I think the energy, enthusiasm of our players and coaches, you know, that's been really, you know, that's been really good. We've just got to make sure that, you know, we have a limited time to practice. We have to get as much out of that time as possible. You know, today we're limited to 90 minutes on the field. The way to expand the time is by expanding the drills you're running and make sure everyone's working at all times. You know, our coaches have done a good job of organizing in the morning and talking to their players about where they're going throughout the practice. We have a lot of moving parts. But our players understand there's a purpose in everything we're doing. We're trying to make sure everybody maximizes the time on the field, maximizes our reps, and gives us a chance to evaluate everybody and for them to improve in their individual techniques. How does that translate into success on Sundays come, or Monday come a month Well, football's a game of transition, Tom. You know, you don't just set up a practice to have all your special teams and all your runs and all your passes. You know, it's the game's a game of transition. It starts with a kickoff, kick return, goes on offense and defensive series, switches with a kicking game, you know, scenario. You know, it's two-minute situational plays. It's red zone. It's in the field. You know, our guys have to learn how to move and think and adapt to the situation. You know, hey, defense comes off the field, offense has a turnover, sudden change. we got to get in the gear. We can't afford to go ahead and let it down because it's a sudden change. We're back on the field. Switch our thinking and keep moving period to period. Thank you. Dougie. You know, actually, along those lines, for the coaches, when you come to evaluate all these guys, and you get two different groups going. I mean, how does that work? Do you have to go back and watch a lot more film, or how do you how do you evaluate? Yeah, we're gonna watch all the film, Dan. So, you know, the benefit of that is having two different groups, you know, mirror the script for each other. Is we don't just get to watch one group run a certain play, and a player learns off somebody else's mistake. They all get to watch the tape and see themselves doing the exact same play as somebody else, and see the differences and how they executed. Maybe the other player executed what worked better for us. Then, as coaches, it gives us just a better opportunity to see everybody play as much ball as we can. And then just a quick question. I noticed there's no names on the backs of the jerseys. Uh, anything behind that? No, we know who they are. <laughs> but you have to take them off. I mean, why, why not have jersey names on the back of the jerseys? What, the jersey names? Yeah. I, ne I never commented on jersey names when I got here anyway. To be honest with you, I've been, I've been places where we've gone entire offseason without numbers. To me, it's important to know who the players are on the field across from you by their body type and how they move more so than having to see a nameplate to identify your teammate. We should know each other as coaches and players by how we move and the way we carry ourselves. When a quarterback gets under center, I expect them to know, is that a safety in the box or is that a will linebacker? I expect them to know, is that a size defense on the outside or is that an outside backer walked up? You know, the numbers and name stuff, we'll do that on game day. You know, right now we have numbers, you know, just to meet the, uh, the rules laid out by the league. But to be honest with you, the identification of who the players are, we should be better than that as coaches and players by knowing our teammates. Jordan. Hey, Joe. Uh, I'm sorry if you already addressed this, uh, but did you talk yet about uh, the thinking behind changing kickers and releasing Chandler? You know what? I appreciate what Chandler did for us. I have a lot of respect for him. 
Um, I'm not going to go into all the details in terms of what, the exact move till things are finalized, uh, but I will tell you we did inform Chandler this morning we intend to move on from him. I would just say he did a tremendous job for us. I have a lot of respect for him. He's definitely an NFL kicker. I think he made the right decision coming out of retirement, uh, and we were lucky enough to have exposure to him at, you know, for a small window of the season, and I wish him luck along the way. Art. Joe, when you're cross-training the, the DBs and the corners, how important is it not just where they're aligned, but also which, which of your receivers are going at them and, and how they're you know, adjusting to one play going against Tate, the next play going against uh, Corey Coleman, and uh, kind of the philosophy beyond that, if, if that exists. You know, Art, that kind of ties in a little bit to the question I had a second ago about you know, the names on the jerseys. And it's important to know who the person across from you is by how they move. So if you're a corner or a safety and you're, you know, playing man coverage on a defensive or on a wide receiver, I'm sorry, you have to know who they are by skill set. You know, you don't just say someone's a wide receiver and they line up out there and they're the same carbon copy person as the other one in line. Everybody's different. Everybody's unique. You have to understand what someone's strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and what your own strengths and weaknesses are. So every time you match up, it's a different situation, different scenario. And it ties into who the people are more so than what the scheme is. Just ask a follow up quickly on, on Darnay and what you've seen from him early on, uh, just his competitive uh, nature out there and what you've seen physically. You know, I think he's doing a good job day by day. We've seen a, you know, a consistent improvement from him. Like every rookie, they have to get used to the pace and the adjustments within this level of football. But I don't think Darnay is really, you know, backing off from any challenge. And I've been pleased to see how he comes out every day, comes out every day, and competes. Uh, I've been pleased to see his energy, enthusiasm on the field, and uh, that competitive nature definitely shows up. Thanks, Joe. Tina. Hey, Coach. Um, this is you guys put on the pads here for the first time, um, and it's three weeks later than normal. There's very little normal about this season. With what you've seen so far and coming into today's actual training, I mean, do you and your coaches, how do you, where do you feel the team is as far as knowing you have a game in less than a month? Yeah, look, at this point, it's all day by day. Like today was our first day in pads. You know, you get used to the tempo of being in shells for a couple of days. Then you throw on the pads. The intensity rises up naturally a little bit. The physicality rises up today. We weren't going live tackling to the ground or anything today, but that'll be adding as we go. You know, the biggest thing is to make sure the technique and execution doesn't break down just because the pads go on. And I think, you know, initially the guys have to get used to the tempo and the physicality of the plays. You know, I expect our next practice to be cleaner and better executionally than today, but we expect that no matter what they're in. It's just helmet shells or it's full pads. We always expect a mark improvement every day. Thanks. Ralph. Joe, uh, obviously the practice was intense and you talked a little bit about that. Um, knowing that you have only a short amount of time and not really time to spread out the intensity, how do you balance that plus the desire to keep these guys fresh and healthy before the season opens? It's just a lot of how we have to structure practice. We put the players on the field. We explain the tempo of each drill. Is it full, live? Is it team? Is it working tempo? Is it walkthrough? What is it every period? They just have to work within the tempo of the period. As coaches, we have to do a good job of setting up the practice to make sure we account for our depth on the roster, where people are physically as we go through the week. And that's always changing day by day. You know, we've got a template of schedules we did a while back. We know what we're trying to work to get towards. But that changes on a daily basis based on what we think we need more of. 
and the conditioning of the team is, is, you know, paramount. So we always want to look and make sure that we're pushing them at the same time, understanding where everyone physically is and adjusting to make sure we're not putting them at risk. Joe, how important is the overall focus and preparation in a short training camp? And what have you seen so far in that regard? I don't think there's any difference this year because it's a shorter training camp. You always have to be focused. You always have to be very intent in how you come to work and what your goal for the day is. I don't think there's any difference in that. You know, football is football. Every team in this league is good. Everyone has talent. Everyone has good coaches. You know, you have to come to work every day to improve, you know. And in training camp, you know, you compete against your own teammates. You know, sooner than later, we're going to be competing against other teams within the league. We have to understand that and make sure that our focus is sharp every day going forward. Darren? Hey, Joe, you've gotten a chance to see Saquon from afar before, but now that you've had an opportunity now to see him up close, what do you maybe notice about him as a player, uh, as a pro, that maybe you couldn't possibly have seen from afar? What are some things maybe you notice detail-wise there? Well, I think one of the toughest things is you see these guys from afar, you don't know how they are as a person, how they respond to coaching. I think the most uh, pleasing thing about Saquon so far is how eager he is to be coached and how he's always looking for a better way of doing something. You know, I think our roster as a whole right now has been very receptive to different coaching points, buying into what we're doing, and that's been very impressive. You know, I love the way he works on the field. He comes out every day, like I said earlier, with a purpose, and that's important. You can see what he's working on specifically, not only from our own install standpoint, but personally based on what may have happened in a previous practice or a technique or a fundamental that he has to improve on himself. He has a unique skill set, and he's going to give himself an opportunity to maximize that by the way he's working right now. We're going to take two more, Schwartz and Rock. Schwartz. Hey, Joe. Um, hey, Paul. Um, I want, good. I want to ask you something about um, your own script. Uh, with the two practices going on at the same time, the two drills at the same time, do you have a script for yourself where you know exactly what you're going to be watching every single snap, or do you kind of go by feel? I need to watch here more. I need to watch here more. Or is everything predetermined? Well, I'll tell you, early in practice, I know the drills going on. I know what we're installing that day. And I want to see certain guys on what they're working fundamentally. I want to see certain position groups schematically and how they're building into the daily install. So early in practice, I know exactly where I'm going. As we get into the team periods, you know, I know the plays I really want to see with each group based on who a certain matchup may be. So I kind of earmark certain plays that I may work back and forth between field one and field two or, you know, either drill. Um, when we get to one spot, there's not really much of a need to float anywhere because everything's in one spot. We're going two spot, though. I just want to make sure I'm conscious of everything going on. A day like today, we're on the same field. It's easy for me to stay at midfield, turn one way, watch an offensive play, turn around the other way, watch the same offensive play going the other direction. You know, we try to vary the snaps a little bit on the timing of it so that two plays aren't running exactly, exactly consecutive, and it gives us a little bit of a chance to see both plays. So you do have them, you do have them things up there. That, um, one is Say again, Paul, I missed that. So you do have them try to be synced up a little bit where um, one play and then another play, you know, in, in the best possible world, you watch one play, that ends, you turn around and see the other one. That's correct? That is correct. Yeah, in an ideal world. That doesn't always match up exactly. You know, as you guys noticed today at practice, we, uh, we keep our periods a little bit shorter. We maximize the reps and we kind of fly around and try to get as much as we can. And again, the theory in that is we just want to get everybody as many reps to go out there and so we can evaluate the team and everybody can work as much as they can to improve. Thanks. Last question here, Rock. 
Joe, yeah, what's the benefit of having practices at various times throughout the week? We sort of schedule, and and also, uh, do you have anything on uh, Grant Haley? We saw him working on the side. Uh, you know, Grant was just working on a little bit extra conditioning today. You know, as he was coming along. In terms of the varying of the times, you know, really, there's only really one variation, Tom, on the time for how we're going to work. You know, tomorrow we're going to go out there as more of an evening practice, and the thought with that is really, you know, we're going to work them hard on Sunday, we're going to work them hard Monday morning, and then. We'll go out there a little bit Tuesday late in the afternoon and give them a little bit extra recovery time right there. We'll bring them in a little bit later tomorrow morning to give their bodies a little bit more time to freshen up, you know, let these guys sleep a little bit, let them get a little extra treatment, just kind of tell them to get their body right. And then we expect a high level of uh, urgency and intensity when they get in the building. You know, after that, you, you can't go ahead and just grind them to the, to the stone for six straight days. So you've got to vary your week a little bit where you push them hard, then you have to back them down. You know, the way our training camp is set up right now, we're going, you know, three harder days. The fourth day really of the week for us is Wednesday, where we're going to back them down a little bit. We'll be on the field with more situational work. We'll continue with some install. We'll get back out there Thursday and kind of pop the pads a little bit. But, you know, we'll kind of fly them around as fast as we can. And then Friday is a scrimmage, whether it's a scrimmage or eventually becomes an inter-squad game. You know, we've kind of structured the week that way, and Saturday being the player's day off. We want their bodies to have some consistency in how they train so they can adapt to what we're pushing through effectively.